அஹிம்சா நான் வயலன்ஸ் மனுதர்ம சாஸ்திரா என்ஜாயின்ஸ் தேட் ஆஃப் த தர்மாஸ் விச் ஆர் காமன் டு ஆல் பீப்புள் அஹிம்சா இஸ் த ஃபோர் மோஸ்ட் அஹிம்சா இஸ் கன்சிடர்ட் அ ஸ்டெப் இன் த யோகா ஃபார் கண்ட்ரோல் ஆஃப் த மைண்ட் அஹிம்சா இஸ் நாட் ஜஸ்ட் அவாய்டிங் ஃபிசிக்கல் ஹார்ம் வி ஷுட் நாட் ஈவன் திங்க் தட் எனி ஒன் ஷுட் சஃபர் இன் எனி மேனர் வி ஷுட் நாட் திங்க் இன் அ மேனர் தட் காசஸ் ஹர்ட் டு அதர்ஸ் It is not in our nature that we want to cause hurt to others but if it appears to us that others are doing something wrong or that they are doing something bad to us we think of hurting them in several ways supposing a young child in our home out of sheer innocence sets fire to something at home do we harass the child no we don't we would start putting out the fire from then on we would protect the child from going anywhere near fire we should consider anyone who appears to give us trouble as such a child we should with kindness prevent him from committing a wrong again we should not develop feelings of enmity against him and give him trouble this is true ahimsa this is useful in the yoga which keeps our mind under control mind is like a goblin but when once vikramaditya had brought it under his control what all services it rendered to him in the same manner a mind that has been controlled will do a lot of good when an elephant is not controlled it is troublesome to the world but once it is controlled how many good things can be got done through it if the mind which is as powerful as an elephant is controlled we can also do a lot of good because anjaneya swami had conquered his mind he could acquire so much power and achieve so many things the power of the mind is unlimited it is parashakti's mind which has created this entire universe the little mind of little ant in this creation flows through the entire universe Many great persons and yogis have proclaimed I have practiced ahimsa and mind has come under control because ahimsa drives away anger and the mind is clear in love it becomes easy to control it The chief benefit of ahimsa is the mind getting stilled but by the practice of ahimsa we will derive one more benefit which we do not have in view This is called avantra prayojanam incidental benefit you have all come to the mat to witness the puja that is your objective but along with that you listen to nadaswaram music you have met many people whom you have not seen for a long time you are now listening to the discourse all these are benefits you get without you expecting them that is incidental benefits in the same manner if a person is able to achieve the practice of total ahimsa by mind speech and body without his effort every creature that comes before him will itself become ahimsa personified ahimsa pradishtayam tat sannidau vairatyagah yoga sutram in the presence of a person who is a practitioner of total ahimsa peace will dawn even in the mind of a cruel person therefore even though his objective is to be kind himself there is also the incidental benefit of making others also kind a sanyasi has to practice total ahimsa 
he should not even pluck a leaf from a plant he should not cause hurt to the vegetable kingdom by cooking it is precisely for reasons of ahimsa he has not been ordained to perform fire based rituals if there is fire accidentally some insect may fall prey to it it will be difficult to take out and save what has fallen into a fire that is why performance of homam and yagna has not been ordained for a sanyasi since he does not perform rituals with fire his body is not consigned to flames after his death the body is buried in the earth when he enters the renunciate order becomes a sanyasi he makes a vow let all creatures be free of any fear on account of me consistent with this vow the dharma that has been prescribed exclusively for him is that he will have to live without causing any injury to any being including even vegetation our religion has not prescribed ahimsa as a dharma for all people in the manner in which jainism and buddhism have proclaimed ahimsa paramo dharmah non violence is the greatest dharma our religions has religion has ordained it strictly for the sanyasis it has made exceptions in the matter of ahimsa in respect of dharma yuddha a just war and in offering sacrifices at yagnas animal sacrifice is done at yagnas to satisfy certain divine divine forces for the good of the world at large our belief is that by this process the animal attains a preeminent state which it cannot get on its own thus the good of the animal is achieved and through its sacrifice the good of the world in the same way as a sacrifice to the country the soldiers get killed in war because it is better to sacrifice one's life for the welfare of others rather than keep eating and taking care of oneself and living this kind of exception has been made to ahimsa a lot can be spoken about the goal of total non-violence but this is not practicable in actual practice there will be quarrels physical attacks commission of crimes etc when action is taken to reduce them such action may appear to be violent but in fact it will not amount to violence this is because what is more important is the object of doing a thing and not the act itself when in the interest of general good an animal is sacrificed at a yagna or when capital punishment is awarded to a murderer or when the enemies are subject to cruelties in a war these acts will not be sinful although they appear to be violent this is our shastra if total non violence which is not practicable is ordained to be followed by everyone it will only result in people violating it and incurring sin our religion which has kept in mind the practical situation has avoided causing the sin to our people on the contrary although buddhism has prescribed the code of ahimsa for everyone what do we see today in all the countries that have adopted buddhism there are armies and there are wars not only that without exception everyone in these countries is a meat eater if a great dharma is ordained as a general code for everybody what we see is that in the end no one observes it 
In our country, instead of prescribing like this, total non-violence is ordained only for sannyasis. Taking a cue from this, the Brahmins, the Vaishnavas in the north, that is like Gujarat, the Saiva Vedalas of South India, the Komuti Chetiyars and others have followed the same. Thus, it was not made a mandatory rule for everybody. People have taken to it with a voluntary involvement and practice from generation to generation. Looking at the peaceful nature of sannyasi, they have also taken to vegetarianism and practiced it. Looking to them, others also avoid non-vegetarian food on selected days such as amavasya, annual ceremony, etc. Without imposing on everyone what is not practicable, but prescribing it only for some who are evolved, that becomes a noble objective and others follow it to some extent. On the contrary, in places where this has been made a universal rule, no one observes it, resulting in their sin of violating the rule. The code of Ahimsa has been included in the ordinary dharmas so that it will at least be an ideal for everyone. Whatever may be the nature of a deed, there should be no enmity in our heart. This is the definition of Ahimsa according to our Vedic Dharma. Shri Gurubhyo Namaha